I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Oops! The Podcast. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us during these crazy times. Uh, we've appreciated your companionship, and I hope you guys are enjoying listening. Uh, I am Julio Gallarotti. I'm joined, as always, by the wonderful, the brave. <laughs> I just couldn't think of a good adjective, dude. I'm sorry. Francis Ellis, everyone. Yes. Thank you, G. I've been feeling very brave lately. Feeling very brave. Courageous would be the word I would choose, but... How are you, pal? What's going on? Brave guy. You know, everything's good, man. Just uh, in Florida, it's fucking hot. I saw a 10-foot alligator the other day when I was fishing. Wow. With Ricky. It was in, the, in this pond, it just like kind of the way it does on, uh, on nature shows. Or it just popped its head out, and then you see its body, too. Yep. It's just a big fucking prehistoric critter, dude. They're Scary. wild to see. They're, they're so wild to see. And it's also crazy how uh unthreatening they are because i see them on golf courses in florida all the time and it's really? as if you've walked into their own personal tanning salon huh, really? they don't do they, they just they they come up out of the water hazards and they just sunbathe and they are so docile and you can hit a golf ball to five feet away and as long as you have the the chutzpah you can go and play that golf ball and, and in all likelihood they're not going to come after you do they attack on land? Do we even know any of this? Yeah, and they can run really fast. Great. They can outrun you. Fantastic. You'd be surprised at how fast they are. But they don't but they don't really attack. The ones that attack are crocodiles. Right. And dude, also like alligators apparently you can't shoot them because they ricochet. They're so, so you armored. Have- you have to sp- hit them in a specific spot on their temple or something. It's like, what are these fucking prehistoric reptilian war machines, dude? What the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ooh, I do like a good gator, though. Oh, they're fun. You ever fun. eat gator? I have. I've had alligator fritters. They're before. good, right? It was solid. It just tasted like anything that could be fried, though. Dude, I don't know if this is like me going through a midlife crisis, but I have this, I feel this like incredible pressure to try everything in the world and mm. go everywhere. And it's like really detrimental maybe and stupid. But like if I see a menu and there's something on the menu that I haven't eaten, I always order that. Really? Yeah. Is that weird? Um, no, I don't think it's weird. But I also think that my mentality when I'm at a restaurant is more of a, uh, a fear that I will not order the best thing on the menu. Right, right, right. And right. so I, I find myself that. more often than not being guided by the suggestions of the waiter or waitress. And uh, oftentimes too, and this happens especially with breakfast, if I'm out for breakfast or brunch, I will overorder to uh to placate my fear of missing out my fomo my menu fomo right that's smart i i do that because of i eat too much sometimes especially if i'm at brunch i'm probably hungover and i'll just like order way too much and eat it all so that's probably bad but i'm trying to have a more professional relationship with food which you've alluded to the fact that you sort of have that yeah but i always think that going out to meals like you gotta you gotta let yourself spread your wings a little i have a friend who, whose name's Doug. I've talked about him before. 
he has his menu FOMO is so bad that he'll order just to have options. Okay. Oh, nice. And like I've traveled with him. We went to Australia together for 10 days and we would go out to breakfast and we would have to, they'd have to pull over a second table uh, to add to our table just to create enough surface area to accommodate all the things that he was ordering. Wow. That's great. He's a big guy too, right? He's a big guy and beverages are his biggest thing where he needs variety so every time we would go to breakfast he would order five different drinks at the same time and need them to be in front of him so he would have an iced coffee a water like a green juice um and then a bloody mary a beer and then like oftentimes uh like an orange juice like he'd have all six of those things in front of him at the same time and he would he would sip from each of them as if he was playing the xylophone wow yeah that's <laughs> crazy bro i got i got to be honest i'm i find your relationship with moderation very impressive i find you to be an impressive individual i i appreciate that but dude it all comes down to one thing and that is vanity yeah, but maybe it's not vanity. Maybe it's like, maybe it's, you know, you want to feel good about yourself. And if you feel like you let it slip, then you won't feel good about yourself. Maybe that's like how, because I don't think it's like, there's more to it than just pure vanity. But dude, I, I, I genuinely think that I am so, uh, I'm so obsessed with myself, my self image, my body, I don't know, whatever it is. And I, I, I take so much happiness and pride from the way I look in the mirror, which is vanity, that it dictates a lot of my decisions about eating and exercise. And, and as, as much shit as people want to give you for being really vain, right? One of the byproducts of vanity is a longer, healthier life. So <laughs> it's hard for me to, to discredit vanity or to think that it's a bad trait. Um, because you know, the offshoot of it is like health and being able to play with your grandchildren. You know what I mean? Cause totally. you're staving dude, off heart disease. Absolutely. But dude, like you, I want to give people a reference point for this because Francis, like he's saying, like if he goes to a great restaurant that's known for a specialty item that is unhealthy, he's going to eat it yeah. and he'll, he'll do it in a way that fits in with his healthy lifestyle still. Or if I go to a party or if I go out and Francis is there and it's a pop at night, Francis will be drinking. He's never going to be the guy that's like, oh, I've been off the booze for like, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. is always stepping up for all the occasions. And anytime he, it, dude, it almost feels like you have such a good relationship with moderation that it's almost like you're not even really sacrificing. Like you're sacrificing regularly. You're sacrificing regularly across the board to the point that it is a lifestyle and you're now not missing out on anything in my opinion. Well, this that's is how very- I perceive it. This is a very nice, uh, very nice thing to hear, and I, I really appreciate it. Um, I I understand that I'm lucky in that I don't have that switch. I was just never born with that switch of like, well, we're going for it tonight, so let's fucking, you know, we'll deal with, we'll pick up the pieces tomorrow, or I'll make up for it tomorrow by you know, drinking more Gatorade to fight the hangover or whatever. Like I have friends who I've never blacked out in my life. Right. And even, even on nights when I'm 12 drinks deep, I have the ability to turn down 
that shot that would be the 13th shot right even if i'm like super fucked up almost to the point of puking there's something deep in my subconscious some kind of um autopilot that just comes over the loudspeaker and is like don't drink it like that's one too many you know right 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 right. um and so i don't know where that comes from uh i'm also aware that like the line between being someone who blacks out and somebody who doesn't is very thin and like concussions once you've done it once it starts to happen more often and i don't really want to get there at this point in my life I have no interest in being someone who discovers what it's like to black out. Totally. Dude, I, I find that there's parts of me as a, as a drunk, like if I'm drunk, I really like a lot of things about my personality that I don't when I'm not mm-hmm. drunk. And I have a, I, I have a healthy relationship with alcohol. Yeah. Um, I, I don't drink all the time. I, when I do, especially during this, I can have one or two and that's fine. Um, I can also have way more. And I, I feel that when I'm drinking, I'm I, I'm more likely to reach out to people that I don't normally, who I really care about. And I'll be, I'm willing to be affectionate without feeling awkward. Um, I feel like I'm in a good mood. I feel like um, I make good decisions. Like I booked these memorable trips that I never would have booked. Like the whole thing, that whole Africa thing that I did, um, there's a project I'm working on. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I would have never done that if I hadn't been if I hadn't been drinking when I booked all my flights for mm. everybody, for the crew too. I booked, and then I and then I was like, "Fuck, I guess I'm going." You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's kind of like spontaneity, and I really and and you know, and and again, I'm I, I'm not a person who drinks every day, so I'm not trying to like convince you that my habit is good. I just really like myself drink when I drink. But then, mm. if I'm drinking too much too often I start getting fucking all fat and like I have no energy. I can't focus when I'm not drunk. And that's how you get like tricked into being fucking drunk. Right. Right. Yeah. I love that. I love that alcohol for you is like a lubricant towards filling your Google calendar. (laughs) (laughs) Alcohol is your travel agent. It really is. man. For most people it like it makes them, more able to talk to women or, or put down barriers and take risks for you. It's like, you know, let's fill up July. (laughs) That's great, dude. Oh, that's funny. It's also part of me that worries that. And I think that this is a thing about drinking is that sometimes I've, I've seen it in other people, their confidence, they think it's good confidence, but I just see that they're fucking drunk and annoying. Totally, totally. So I wonder about that too. <laughs> yeah. You never know. I've certainly Dude, I, made terrible decisions many times. Yes. Yeah. Every fight that I've been in was always spurred forth by by alcohol, and probably would and not have it, happened what kind without of fight it. Are you talking like like with other guys fist at the fight. bar or with friends. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, I've been in three fist fights in my life, and all three were, you know, dynam. The, the fuse was lit by by booze for sure. I don't think that's unusual. I need, that's the other thing. Like, I always think that this is funny. Like I remember one of my ex-girlfriends uh, and I can't, you know, I've been talking about a lot of ex-girlfriends this week and there's definitely overlap. These aren't all different people, but she, I caught her doing something fucked up. Um, and I was like, why would you do that? And she was like, I was drunk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how are you like most murders happen when people are drunk? Like, is that, totally. are they going to court being like, Oh, I was drunk. The judge let me go. Like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alcohol you, can be really bad. You know what's funny is that when we were younger, 
alcohol was the mea culpa for so many different things, right? Meaning we used to actually forgive people for shit because they were drunk. Right. And, and, and it was like, oh, he cheated on you. He was drunk. And, and that actually meant something back then. But if right. you, in this day and age, if you are still leaning on alcohol to cover your tracks or get somebody f- to forgive you, like it doesn't, it, to me, it doesn't play anymore once you've turned 28. You should not be so out of control over your own behavior when alcohol comes into play that, you know, you're pointing to alcohol as the reason why you did it. Totally. Do you think that in your sexual career, that you have been anybody's worst sexual partner? I don't know. I hope not. I remember one time a girl was like, what are we doing? Like, this sucks. Neither of us are enjoying this. Oh, God. And I was like, you're right. I'm not either. (laughs) I don't know if it's like, but I, I don't know. I hope not. What is, what about you? What's your answer? I think I think definitely I have been someone's worst. If not multiple people's worst. <laughs> and what do you attribute that to? You know, coming way too fast or or just like we probably weren't supposed to be having sex with each other and we just kind of ignored those signs and then it, we, you know, nobody like once you're having sex it's very few very rare that people will do what you experienced which is be like we got to pull the plug on this it was so awkward just a waste of time um so i don't know yeah i think there have been definitely times where i was just like i was very disappointing to the person that i was with (laughs) (laughs) now here's a question do you think you've been anyone's best Maybe. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And dude, quite frankly, I mean, you know, if you date someone for a really long time, you're their best at that point. Usually, yeah. Yeah, I would think so. I would think that I've been some people's best, be- someone's best, because I've had times where I've had sex with somebody, and then that, just like one time, and then that person keeps reaching out to you for a long period after even though you know there was like nothing there and and uh i bet you know and you're like wow i wasn't i didn't think it was particularly good you know what i mean like you don't think you did well you don't think the sex was that good but that person keeps hitting you up over the years to check in on you and maybe potentially rekindle that flame so i think that there's two things that could happen there one is that yeah, you just fucking took her to town, gave her the good stuff, gave her the platinum fun. unit. Yeah, gave exactly. her the platinum unit. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe there was just a mismatch. Like maybe you were doing her a favor, and now you were kind of like her best shag, and now she can't stop thinking about it. That's 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 true too. Yeah, yeah. And and by the way, that question extends to yeah as well. Not just like performance in the bedroom, but like, do you think you know? that you've ever been someone's highest caliber sexual partner? And then do you think you've ever been someone's lowest caliber sexual partner? And I, I think it's funny because both answers could be considered arrogant, right? Like if I, if, 
if I said that I was someone's least attractive, most unimpressive, like them playing below the rim for them, sexual partner, that implies that that girl is like the hottest chick ever to live. Right. And she's right. accustomed to trafficking with, you know, male models and NBA players and the, the elite people. And somehow she let her guard down one night when she felt lonely and chose me over a pint of Ben & Jerry's. So I think that what you're saying is underestimating the women's sophistication when it comes to sex. Like, I don't necessarily think that, like, all that shit matters. Like, it's not a, it's not a surprise that male models get paid way less than female models. Okay. I just think that they're like less appealing to women. Like I think that, you know, maybe status can be attractive, this and that, but like, I don't necessarily think that like a girl who's trafficking in, you know, all these like models or guys with great bodies or whatever, who then is banging somebody with like a more average body, but maybe that guy has something else that yeah. is much more. Maybe they know. take a more wholesale uh, evaluation of the people. Like, right. Maybe the guy's like really powerful or something. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like chicks are like, Chicks are into that, dude. Chicks are into power. Oh, <laughs> damn, dude. That sucks. I don't have any power. No, dude, uh, my, dude. Girls like you, man. My, my, I'm like the renewable energy. <laughs> You're a piece, dude. I'll occasionally get a message being like, you should set me up with Francis. And I, I hate to be a dick, but a lot of the time in my head, I'm like, he's out of your league, babe. I'll never say it, but I think it. I'm like, That's very sweet of you. Yeah, really yeah you're, I mean, you're a dish too. Look at you. Uh, Jesus no. Christ. No, um, like you. Dude, no, I've like gotten you. some funny DMs that were so brazen from, I think, fans of our show. One time I got a DM from a chick and she goes, hey, I know you have a girlfriend and all, so I don't mean any disrespect, but I'd really love to suck your dick sometime. <laughs> <laughs> nice. it's like Love that. uh yeah that that is disrespect i feel like if you're talking about like female solidarity you violated that <laughs> <laughs> you know Listen, man you know there's only so many good candidates out there dude i also have this one which i've never opened uh i don't think i opened that one either but i have this one right here and all, all she wrote on june 5th was fuck me like fuck me hard exclamation point <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, love Deal it. Deal with that. <laughs> love it. Love it. Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now and I said, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell, Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user friendly and nice and not too technical an industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And you, there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Well, dude, you know, these sorts of text messages or DMs rather are, are very much you know, a difficult thing to ignore, but that's part of being in a relationship, I guess. One question I have for you is um, old nudes from people that you, in your past, right? Yeah. The totally altruistic Boy Scout way to do this is to delete all old nudes once you get into a new relationship, right? Yeah. That's 
playing it by the book. And I deleted all the nudes that I had in my phone once really? my girlfriend and I got serious. It was, did dude, really? it was one of the darkest days of my life. You really did that? Yeah, I, I felt like I had to. Wow. Because I don't agree. I don't think I did. Well, I, I'll hit, look, tell me what you have to say about it. All right. Well, first of all, it, 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 it took a lot of work for me to get those nudes. I mean, those are rare baseball cards. And, you know, the, you don't want to delete them, but having them felt like a, a violation to me. Um, and it's the problem, too, is that they, having them around is just a, a source of temptation because you're going to see those pictures or whatever if you're on an, an airplane or you're lonely on the road or maybe you, you and your girlfriend have had a fight or something. And that's going to tempt you to want to hit that person up and ask for more nudes, which is a slippery slope into like, oh, we're both in this city or whatever. Let's meet up. And you end up cheating. And like, that's, I, right. I'm of the mindset of like, yeah, like once you get into a relationship, it's like being on a diet, right? You know, I, if you're on a diet, <laughs> this is a tough way to put it, but like you can't keep boxes of, you know, Oreos in the cabinet because just having them there, it, it, you know, make life easier for yourself. It's much easier to be on a diet if you don't have temptations in the pantry. Nudes are the Oreos of your pantry. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, so, sorry, sorry, keep going. Sorry. Well, that's kind of my whole point. So I had to delete, I deleted all these old nudes and it's, it, it, it felt like I was carving out a piece of my life, unfortunately, but I will say that I do think and know that it was the right thing to do. Okay. Yeah. I think that's totally fair. Um, What's your take? I want to hear this. I think my advice to people in a relationship when it comes to this topic, I think that you should not delete them personally. I think you should keep them. It's starting and to I turn into like a Confederate. Should... It's like, it's part of our history, like Confederate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, I do not believe right. in that. But Keep going, sorry. That's hilarious. Um, so, um, and I think that if you suspect that your girlfriend has them or whatever, I think it's the equivalent of having the like, how many partners have you had a conversation? Like, I think there are some things that just don't matter. And I think that having the freedom to have that stuff still, and I'm not going around looking at it all the time. Um, and, you know, I think that if you do look at it, I don't think that's necessarily bad. And I think that it'll keep you happier in your relationship. I think relationships are really hard. And like you said, dude, you're getting DMs about people being like, can I suck your dick, all this shit. And you're staying faithful to your girl. And I think that, there's kind of like a little bit of leeway in my opinion with this stuff where like, I don't need to be all in my girlfriend's business. I don't need to know about her, about her partners. If she has a fucking couple up an album of her ex-boyfriend's fucking giant hard dick that I, you know, that's way bigger than mine or something. I don't need to know about it. Like I don't, and it's okay. Like that's okay. I really think it's okay. And I think that it just makes us like happier, trust each other. And if there's plenty, a lot of stuff about her that I don't know, that's okay with me. It keeps it exciting, in my opinion. Okay, I, don't know. I, I, don't know I feel that. the same way. I do. But what if, you know, she was uh, consulting those old pictures often and using it as, like, spank bank material? Would that irk you? I mean, you know, I wouldn't – I obviously wouldn't love it, but 
I, I, I like to think that, you know, we could maintain a, a healthy enough, you know, kind of like life in the bedroom or whatever that theoretically she shouldn't need to be doing it. And, mm. you know, if one day she does or something, obviously that's fucked up. I don't want to know about it, but hopefully like, you know, if, if it is became a thing that was insurmountable, I'm assuming we'd break up. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. the bigger issue isn't having the picture. I think the bigger issue is what you're doing with the picture. Or what yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's a fair point. Um, would you consider it cheating at all if she were to, um, to look at those photos and, and use them as, you know, fantasy material? Um, I, again, this is a really slippery slope. If I were to find out about it, I'd be furious. But like, if she, if she's using it and then texting him after and being like, I miss, I can't stop thinking about your fucking, she'd never do this. But like, I, I'm just saying that's not her style. I don't know if she would or wouldn't do that. But I think that if you're just looking at the picture and using it as spank back material, I have trouble imagining her doing that. If I never find out and maybe it's not affecting us, then I I don't know. I don't want it to be happening, but I'm not going out searching for it to Dude, find see, catch that, her doing something. You know what I mean, that's that's my mindset too, right? Is uh, what I don't know doesn't really hurt me, and I I want to allow my girlfriend to choose for herself what she deems to be within the bounds of respectable behavior, and with the hope that you know we're on the same page about that. Um, because you kind of give what you get in, in relationships. And uh, I would think that sh basically my operating philosophy is like, don't do anything that if you knew she was doing it would be really hard for you to handle because then, then it's a double standard. Um, and yet at the same time with you saying what you did say now, I feel like if my girlfriend had old dong pics from past lovers and once in a while, when she was in a place without any Wi-Fi, she pulled those up to, to get the juices flowing. Like what the fuck do I care? How different is that from porn? You know what I mean? It's not, it's not the biggest deal in the world. And I think that like, if you're out here like snooping on your girlfriend, trying to fucking catch her, like you, you need a hobby or, or an, some ambition because like you, yeah. you know what I mean? You should be thinking about other shit. Dude, once you start looking, man, it's bad. Like you're going to find you, stuff you don't want to, you don't want to see. Yeah, you're what. always going to find stuff you don't want to see. Um, but I, it's funny too, to think about myself eight years ago, 10 years ago, because in college, when I was younger, college, and then in a the couple of years after, I mean, I would have like a once a year hackathon where I would go through my girlfriend's shit and she would do the I same thing a, to me. Dude, I was a piece of shit. Like I was a jealous loser and I look back on it and I'm really ashamed at the way that I acted. But isn't it amazing that I, we don't have that anymore? Well, it, dude, you know, it comes with age and, and with experience. And these are complex emotions that are difficult to learn how to deal with. And I think it just takes some adjusting and some practice. Right. You know? I, was talking, I was talking to Emma Willman. I was, I was on her podcast recently. And she's so great. We've had her on. And uh, she was telling me about how she had a girlfriend once that she really liked. And she went into somehow she went into her girlfriend's emails and typed in like 
20 different keywords to see if anything would match, right? And it was like sex, fuck, pussy, like, you know, whatever. All these things that she's trying to, to find. And somehow she stumbled upon her girlfriend with a, like a verification email signing up for um, the sugar daddy dating website. Mm. Um, what's that one called? Seeking arrangement, right? Wow. And so she like sees this immediately, like goes ape shit, confronts her girlfriend about it and is like, what the fuck is this? I caught you, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're done. And then the girlfriend was like, did you even look at the fucking profile I have on there? And she looked it up and it turned out that one of her girlfriend's friends had signed her up as a joke on seeking arrangement and her profile on seeking arrangement was so clearly a joke like you know it was like i'm only here if you're gonna be if you pay me like a a million dollars a night or what i'm a lesbian but like will it it was just totally a joke and emma was like ah sorry i don't know if i buy the joke thing but well I, i think maybe i don't maybe i'm not recounting it right but it was like clearly a spoof and her friend had like it, it was like Emma admitted that it was she should had she read it she would not have been uh, suspicious right so but even just that show of of that lack of it, uh, of security um, was enough for them to end up breaking up right yeah and and again you know and that would happen it sounds like that happened in the past too yeah like yeah. I um would definitely not hold that against somebody if they did it before me. If they did what? At seeking arrangements. Yeah. Yeah. It's I tough don't... out there, dude. It's fucking this like New York City's so expensive. Like how on earth I don't even know how most people even survive there to begin with. Like what, well, let me no ask way. you this. If yeah. you found out that someone you were dating used to be on seeking arrangements, would you then feel like you were getting it for free? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. As if you were like sponsored by your girlfriend. <laughs> I'd start DMing the guys she used to go out with, being like, "Hey, man, this is what it's like when you don't have to pay." Man, you missed the sale, <laughs> dude. We really wrong timing, buddy. <laughs> That's fucking great, um, dude. I know people who met their girlfriends through. Okay, so there's this like strip club thing in New York City. Apparently, it's like an underground strip club where like normal normal girls can just go and guys can go to or whatever and they need to get like references saying that they're not creeps and that everybody's there and if you meet a girl that you like you can pay her to give you a dance huh and like go in a private room and i don't know whatever happens but i know people who have met their girlfriends through that and i don't really? know if i would i wouldn't like that i wouldn't no. want to be my girlfriend in that those kind of circumstances yeah, that that's a society that I don't keep really. If I'm honest, I, I don't traffic in those circles. That's kind of like an elevated, pretty edgy construction, I would say. And, Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And dude, the only thing I remember actually, a girlfriend of mine once told me that she was an escort. Hmm. We went to dinner, and she told me I am an escort. She's like, I go, I get paid by men to go with them to parties. I don't have sex with them. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, but I was trying to be as, as like understanding as possible. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend yet. We almost were. Um, and in my head, very quickly, I was like, you know, I w- if someone was willing to pay me to do all this kind of shit, I'd probably do it. Especially if I was getting mm-hmm. paid well, <laughs> including sexual favors. 
Mm-hmm. So like, um, and I think maybe in, this was very quickly. It was, and I didn't have time to think it over, but I was like, that's fine. Um, I probably asked a couple questions. Like, are you, do you plan on continuing to do it? Like all this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was like, I'm just, I'm joking. 30 minutes into that whole thing. I'm just kidding. That doesn't sound like she was being honest. I know. And also, like, there were times where we would, like, get a hotel room and, like, she'd be like, no, no, use this card, not that card. Like, it was, like, always this, like, (laughs) sketchy shit about money and, like, she didn't work and her, like, mom sort of had, like, her mom was pretty successful, but, like, you know, like, this success, like, she had all this fancy shit. So, like, it was really sus. And in retrospect, I feel like she was kind of testing the waters to see how I would feel. If that was really yeah, she knew everybody at the hotel by first name. They all had secret handshakes, right? It's it's (laughs) it's sus. So I I think that she actually was doing that. Yeah, I would I would think so, dude. I've never been with a prostitute. I've never even, and I'm not saying your escort was a prostitute or whatever, but I've never I've never dealt with that. I've never paid for sex. I've never even kept the company of a prostitute. I've never like spoken to one i'd be fascinated to hear about that life dude you know what i actually know some because i was opening for somebody in vegas for 10 days and he was friends with all of these sex workers and they were they were cool and like we actually we should maybe hit hit somebody up and see if they would be down to talk about i wonder we i would be so thrilled to have that episode i i would even be happy to you know put their face um obscure their face so that they don't have to reveal their identity unless they didn't care it'd be pretty sick yeah you know so i'm actually i follow one of the girls on twitter she's like a she's like a i don't know girl is the proper term she's kind of like um more i would say in a milf category oh um Mm -hmm. if we're gonna go by porn categories i'm sorry if that's insulting um but i met a bunch of them too actually i met this one girl who used to be a stripper and she was becoming a dental technician's assistant and she was like in her th- early 30s now and she was really cool actually but she had bleached her hair so much that her hair was like gray fully and oh. the doctor was like if you bleach your hair more it's going to start falling out of your head so you need to stop like coloring it so she just had yeah. this like very premature gray hair um yeah, that can be that can throw a wrench in your your escort plans real quick I know, I know, right? But anyway, she's yeah. like, yeah, I was an escort for like a really long time. She's like, I'm feeling like I'm kind of past my prime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to, I'm like, I'm studying to like do whatever. And I was like, right, cool. Like, but that's just like, yeah, overly bleached hair is to the escort world what like multiple concussions is to NFL players. You <laughs> just, just can't you sustain that much head trauma at some point. You just, <laughs> for this, you got to give it up unless you. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking great dude well yeah dude i guess that's it um as always great conversations learning about each other it's a fucking beautiful thing dude (laughs) um but thank you guys so much for listening as always uh we love doing this for you and we hope that you're enjoying listening we're going to keep rolling out some more uh new and exciting cool shit uh throughout the year for now please check out our youtube channel uh if you have any great stories or oopses or times where you fucked up, anything like that, send it to oopsthepodcast at gmail.com or DM it to us or to our Instagrams or to our personal Instagrams or to at oopsthepodcast. Uh, Francis, you got anything else? No, that's it. Have a great weekend, everybody. Enjoy.